What's up, Scoopheads, and welcome back to the Direct-to-Video podcast, the internet's newest direct-to-video Scooby-Doo podcast. I am your host, Dr. Wolf, joined, as always, by my co-host, the Space Kook. Space Kook, how are you? Space Kook is hanging in there. Uh, these are tough times indeed, but this movie made these things a little better. Yes, it has been a while since we have been with you. We're very sorry about that. Space Kook, if we're being honest, went on vacation, and then from there we forgot to get back into rhythm. But some housekeeping here. We will be switching um, from originally two days a week, and then we went to no days a week, but now we're going to be one day a week every Tuesday, a.k.a. scooby Doo's Day, for the foreseeable future. So be sure to keep an eye out for us there. Uh, be sure to rate us over on Apple Podcasts. I think it's what it's called now, or is it iTunes still? Whatever, who cares? And be sure to download, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Be sure to write into our email address, directovidpod at gmail.com. I think that's it. I mean, the only other thing that I have to add is, I believe last week, or whenever we want to say in the continuity we recorded last, we asked our listeners to send us the rest of their gift cards, and you mentioned iTunes, and we mm. have yet to receive a single half-used gift card That's true. at our email address, and I would just like to once again plug, if there are any half-used Chick-fil-A, Subway, Family Video gift cards that you still have, we would absolutely love those codes. In front of me, though, I do have, not a sponsor, Jersey Mike's. I can enjoy a free regular sub. Offer valid at any Jersey Mike's locations. No purchase necessary. Well... There you have it, folks. I mean, people can still send us stuff, but we're not we're not all we're not we're not leaving here empty handed tonight. Absolutely not. All right, let's jump right in. So we we this week, movie number four on the Direct to Video slate here was Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase. Probably the most popular of all the Direct to Video ones, if do, I were guessing. Do we think that or is it just because that was our favorite and we just assume everyone can? Can I be honest with you? That. This what? wasn't my favorite that we watched so far. But was it your favorite growing up? I think so, yeah. Right. That's yeah, what I'm I saying. Think it also came out right around Y two K. And I don't remember Y2K very much, but I'm pretty sure it was like very spooky for a lot of adults, like the current the current people who you are mean like, like Y2K. The year was spooky. Yeah, because people were afraid of Y2K. Right, computers are gonna take over, which right. they didn't confirmed. Yeah, and definitely didn't even in this movie. Nice, Thank I almost you. did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like. I still liked it, but I still have to give um, which is ghost. Yeah, you really like. Yeah, I, I. I don't. Maybe it's because the the seasons are changing, the leaves are turning here here in northern Chicago, but. I think I like the fall vibes of that one a lot more. I think that Cyber Chase definitely has more of the nostalgia value than maybe any of the movies that we will ever review on yeah. the Direct-to-Video podcast, just That's because true. I feel like so many of us grew up with this. I remember I watched this movie one time after Halloween. We went trick-or-treating, nice. and we went back and we watched this, and it's somehow way spookier after like six or seven Mars bars, so uh, I personally... I mean, Mars sponsor? Not a sponsor, unfortunately. Mars, if you're out there, uh, the planet or the candy bar. We would love to have you. Mars the Planet, though, friend of the podcast, for sure. Yeah. Shout out, shout out Alien Invaders. Yeah, we, we definitely said some things to piss off Jupiter, but we are definitely friends of Mars. We edited that out. So real quick, Space Gook, this movie came out on VHS and DVD October 9th, 2001. When did it come out on Blu-ray? 2010. 2011. Oh! It re-released on Blu-ray. I wonder how those sales did. I'm sure it was like a 10-year anniversary thing. Yeah, it, was it, had to have, yeah it had to have been. Great. That's some good trivia. Yeah, the more you know. Anyway, should we, should we jump right in? I believe we should. All right, I'll, I'll pass the reins off to you. Well, I believe most people are already relatively familiar with this movie, but we'll give a pretty high-level summary as we are apt to do. I like the intro. It reminded me of my drive back up to school, where they drove back to a college campus. Well, keep in mind, and that's not the original intro, because at first, when we're introduced to the students oh, yeah, in the that's lab, right. that's when we're introduced to the virus. So, not but, Not the coronavirus. No, not, not Def, and definitely not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> definitely not a friend of the podcast. Let us be the perfectly inter- clear. 
Yanni, we, or what is Yanni's research department? <laughs> research department, uh, please give us some statistics on whether or not we are friends of any other viruses beyond just this one. But yeah, definitely not a friend of the pod. Research department, do you have anything to chime in? All right, very nice. Nice, nice. So, yes, as we were saying before, it starts off at a college, at a university. Mm-hmm. Um, Hale, whatever university. Go to college, is. a university, get a real job. That's what they said to me. Yes, exactly. I don't know what song that's from. You disappoint me. Um, <laughs> they're in this computer lab, and these kids are hard at work just programming stuff. It's actually kind of funny because when you watch the movie at the first part, they're in lab coats. Yeah, they're, they're in, in they're lab just, coats and they're, they're on, on computers. computers. And I feel like we know enough people in technical fields who like work with computers regularly and do programming stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No lab coats. They're, they're I mean, just, if you wore one though, I feel like you'd, you'd just feel so much more powerful. And as a kid, it made sense to me. I was like, well, sure, they're doing computer experiments and stuff. But as an adult, I was like, why are they wearing that? As an adult, I'm, I, I didn't understand that like, you could be like a doctor of something that's not medicine. So I thought just like anybody with a PhD. You like, thought that as an adult or as a as child? As a child, excuse me. Um, but I, I remember thinking like, oh yeah, like they're in a lab. You have to wear a lab coat in a lab. I'm like, what, what is this? Some kind of nonsense? Yeah. Who knew? So these people are, there's two students, there's a kid in a baseball hat, and then there's a nerd with glasses, and then there's one Yeah, baseball hat, lab coat, really good look here. I'm not even sure if, like, by lab standards, you're allowed to wear a baseball hat. I feel like, scientifically, there's got to be something wrong with that, right? I mean, I don't know where I'm going with this. Your brain could just expand (laughs) so much from so much coding you're learning. Uh, And then there's another guy who's, like, a fake knockoff Einstein, uh, who is clearly, like, their professor. Oh, that's clearly what he was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so they're in the lab and they're doing some programming and all of a sudden they can't turn off this laser that they have. Right. And it's, <laughs> that's like such a 2000s year thing, like lasers. I think people really thought that we were about to enter a new era of lasers. That was right around like, was that like Mission Impossible? When yeah. Like the laser thing yep, was happening? Yep. Oh yeah. James Bond. They all love lasers for some reason, but this laser doesn't shoot a beam. It instead beams things out from the computer world. Yeah. Out of cyberspace or it can, it can then bring things into cyberspace. That's correct. But in this particular instance, at the beginning of the movie, it shoots out, and all of a sudden, this blue, creepy-looking, like, ghost man. ghost man appears. Yeah. It's difficult to describe if you've never actually seen what the Cyber Chase ghost looks like. Um, I mean, how would you describe him? Um, skinny, blue, Johnny Bravo. Okay. Yeah, we can work with that. Yeah. He's, how- he looks like a living lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah that's, a better way. that's a better one than the Johnny Bravo. Did you ever play the game Pajama Sam? I, I think it was Pajama Sam. No. Maybe it was, no, it wasn't Tut Putt. It was Pajama Sam 2, Thunder and Lightning Aren't Very Frightening. Did you ever play that game? Uh, I did not. Great game, not a sponsor. Pajama Sam would love to be a sponsor, though. But There's I vividly, no way that's still in business. Pajama Sam? Probably yeah. not. But I vividly remember like the, the lightning ghost looked very similar to that. And that was probably like early 2000s. I think lightning as a concept is pretty spooky, but doesn't really have anything to do with like computers or technology, no. just electricity, I guess. No. Anyway, this thing appears, and it starts zapping stuff, and he's making all their computers go crazy, and the professor's like, oh, what do we do? He has like a very, like I think it's German accent. It's hard to know. Yeah, now that you say it, I feel like an idiot that I didn't realize it was like Einstein-based before. Yeah, you think that that's just like the professor model? You don't know that. So the ghost is coming towards them and he's attacking and they're like pointing various objects at him and he doesn't seem very spooked by any of them and then it fades to black Mm -hmm. and we cut to your favorite part of the movie. Yeah, them rolling up and then like the mystery machine just vibing, having a great old time, just going to college. The college they go to ends up being called State University. We don't know what state. I'm going to say it's Penn State because that is our beloved alma mater. So that's canon now. I'm going to speak that into existence. But overall, and then they meet a cop, uh, a, a campus police. Yeah, not a cop. 
campus police campus, officer. Campus police. And I remember as a child, this like completely shaved my view of college because the campus police officer was like, why are you on my campus? Like, tell me who you are. And I remember like as a kid, I went to a Rutgers football game and I was so concerned because I'm like, well, we're not students. Like, we're going to get arrested for going to this football game. Like, we can't be on campus. Turns out that's not the case at all. That is uh, truly not the case at all. Now, he was also kind of confused what they were doing in this particular building because this is, like, where all they the, met the science on the quad, bro. Were hap- was happening. They were, just, they were just walking in the quad. Oh, really? Yeah. They oh. meet him outside the first time. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I guarantee. And then, oh. they, then he sees him inside. Okay. Well, at any rate, they go inside, and the reason they're there is because... Fred's friend, Eric, who's one of the students that we saw earlier at the beginning when the zombie ghost... Good, good hair guy. The yeah. Nerd, the nerd, nerd glasses, guy. Yeah. Nerd, nerd glasses guy. Uh, is one of Fred's friends, and he just won this, like, big award, so they're going up to congratulate him. It's great. He also designed a video game about Mystery Inc. Well, that's what Computer he game. won the award for. Yeah, that's what I think it's important there. to put that in there, though. Well, but they're getting it. They, haven't, they don't know what the game's about until they get there. Good point. So they go up, and everybody's really excited to see their friend, and they're talking to this guy. The kid's name is Eric, the mm-hmm. student that made the game. And you're exactly right. They made a video game based on the events of Mystery Inc., and they uh, like get various levels, and we find more about what the game is all about. But there's clearly like this era of... like. Ooh, it's like kind of spooky right now. Things are a little weird. And obviously, like, we just saw this ghost appear. So this is my least favorite part of the movie. Like, the fact that this zombie, or not zombie, this virus is running around this campus and, like, they're not doing a thing Yeah, this about takes it. up, again, it's another quick movie. This is like a, like a fourth of the movie. Is yeah. them just, like, hanging out around the campus. And it's like, I don't need world building here. Like, I, put, <laughs> put me in the game, bro. I'm, and I, I really didn't need it. And I was definitely shocked at the amount of time they spend in the building looking for the zombie ghost. I thought that too. I thought it was really weird. Uh, so anyway, they say that there's this ghost, this phantom virus is what they keep calling it, and that's what we'll be calling it for the rest of the movie. Shout out the PV. He's uh, somewhere around the campus, and no one really knows where he is. Uh, the professor guy is like, well, if you take these electromagnets, that's how he says it, I remember yeah. that vividly, and you like find the zombie, if you blast him with these electromagnets, he'll sort of like not, you know maintain his physical form mm-hmm. i personally still feel like this is the scariest villain that the scooby mystery inc encounters right like this is a living computer virus yeah think about how like absolutely wild that is yeah i mean but and the the, the programmer who we'll find out later who made the virus doesn't have control over it i don't imagine no which it, makes it even worse it's sentient yeah like, i think that's a very spooky concept it's very y2k very if this came out today it wouldn't work yeah, I don't think people are that con- con- concerned about like artificial intelligence. No, they don't understand what this was. So, their mystery Inc. is walking around campus trying to find it. Naturally, we get some good chase. Do you scenes. think Alexa is like the daughter of this virus, the phantom virus? No, I don't believe so. All right, well, we'll have to make some calls. Amazon not a sponsor. Yeah, we've, we mentioned we've, that we've confirmed Jeff Bezos not a friend of the podcast, but I will ask him that question. So, anyway, the gang is trying to find the. There's like a fun little chase. The zombies like, or I keep calling it a zombie. I'm just thinking about Zombie Island, I guess. Um, the, the virus is clearly, like, way more dangerous than You have I over like. 29,000 emails in your inbox? Yeah, but not, we don't have that many to the direct-to-vid email pod. I know, because we have six, and they're all from SoundCloud, where we, where we upload this to. So please send us emails. I'm um, sorry, I, got, I looked at your screen, and I saw you're absolutely atrocious. This gives me anxiety. Yeah, I do have a lot of unread emails, but they're all about other podcasting offers, but I'm here to <laughs> they're, all, they're, all, they're all about viruses and zombies and what the difference is because you still don't know. So they go on a hunt. They don't find it. Lots of chase scenes, etc. They all run into the same room at the beginning mm-hmm. where we were before. Where the laser is. Where the laser is, exactly. Then we see this dramatic shot of a hand and a shadow 
where they click the button and the laser blasts Mystery Inc. somewhere. We don't know. Into where cyberspace. Well, but at the beginning, it's like, oh, where'd they go? Did they just get disintegrated? We don't know. They get blasted into cyberspace, and that's where the real fun begins. Yes. Right? Yeah. So where do they, they go first? They go to the moon, um, and they have to find Scooby Snacks in every level to beat the level. And if I, I guess if they die in the game, they die in real life. Pretty much is how it works. Well, um, it, it actually, it's funny how they like they handle that, right? Yeah. Because they do something where Scooby and Shaggy are like bouncing around because they find out the first. I think this is the first time Shaggy is aware that the moon's gravity is not Earth's gravity. Yeah. So he's like bouncing around, and well, then, it's made of cheese. Shout out Wallace and Gromit. Oh my god, I don't. I don't like stop motion animation. Freaks, really? freaks me out. Remember Chicken Run? You know this is hate that movie. I hate actually, that movie. I don't mind stop motion, but what really scares me is like Jim Henson puppets. Those things. Oh, move. bro, I love the Muppets. No, not not the Muppets necessarily, but like Fraggle the, Rock, the we, Dark we, we, Crystal. Oh yeah, that's not. Or good. like Pan, or not Pan's Labyrinth. What's the other one with um, uh, Pan David fried, Bowie? Pan fried pizza. No, what's David Bowie? Changes. No. Shrek Two. No, he is in Shrek Two. I told you that. Yeah, I know, but. Listeners don't know that. Shout out DreamWorks and the Shrek soundtrack. I will die on this hill that the Shrek soundtrack is, without question, the greatest piece of musical movie music ever assembled. Anyway, whatever. Moon is the non-canon moon that's not made of cheese in this universe. But um, it, so they go to the moon. Whatever. Well, wait, but Shaggy, like, hits the wall. Yeah. And he goes, well, I guess I can get hurt in this reality, too. Yeah, they figure that out. But we don't actually know if they could get killed in this scenario. That's we true. just know they can kind of hurt themselves. That's true. Anyway, all right, so they go to the moon. They, the virus comes in there with them, and he says, like, let's play ball. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Um, we forgot the big detail that one of the other programmers in there really likes... He said he a baseball hat. But he likes baseball. That's like, a, that's like a line of dialogue. Fred and him talk about baseball for a little bit. And he, he made a computer game to compete with the Mystery Inc. computer game that is baseball-oriented. Yes, anyway. Basically made MLB The Show to 2008. True, I bet it's better I bet it's better than the new Madden. Shots fired, I don't have the Madden game, but I keep on reading stuff on Twitter that is bad. Nice. Um, okay, um, so they fight the moon. They don't fight the moon. They fight on the moon. They fight like moon men and the zombie, but they get the Scooby Snacks. And then they go to a coliseum where they fight a lion and skeleton gladiators. That's true. That reminded me very much of, like, the Game of Thrones um, scene where, like, the general vibe, um, where the Sons of the Harpy come in and the dragons come in the big fighting pit. Yeah. Yeah, or in um, Attack of the Clones. Just because of sand? That big that big pit that they all fight in. in. On Geonosis. I know what you're yeah. talking about, but, like... Just because of the sand? It's like just what? a big, big coliseum, pretty okay. much, yeah. based upon that. Yeah. Uh, well, and another thing to note there, when they get zapped, as they grab the as they grab the Scooby Snacks, they'll, like, there's this weird, like, uh, green animation, like green matrix style, mm-hmm. um, where they get put into the next level, and when they get zapped into the coliseum from the moon, there's a baseball diamond. Yeah. Which we, they don't know that, it just looks like a diamond, but mm-hmm. they are, like, commenting about how it's weird and chalky, etc., um, where do they go after that? Do you remember? Okay, so they do... Then this next one, the dinosaur. That's correct. They go back to prehistoric time, and they have to get past the volcano, and the Scooby Snacks are underneath the pterodactyl, so that was very fun. I remember that as a kid. That was very heart-pounding. They had to beat the lava. This movie is great because it lets you, you put Mystery Inc. in all of these weird scenarios that there's just no way that they would ever be in. Yeah, no, yeah, you can do so much with this. You can have a lot more fun with this. Um, okay. Remember where the fourth... fourth. Fourth, they didn't have, fourth was the start of the montage. Correct. 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 Okay. Was it underwater? That's correct. Okay. Fourth is underwater. Fifth. Um, ba, 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 ba. I don't remember where was fifth. Where was fifth? Giant ants. Oh yeah, no, they got shrunk. Yeah, it was in the backyard. Okay. How about six? Um, I don't remember six. 
Uh, that's the samurai where... Okay, six was samurai. Fred and Daphne are fighting this samurai, and Fred, obviously very masculinely, tries to fight him and show Daphne how masculine he is. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the samurai beats him, but then Daphne does all this cool flag-twirling stuff and kicks the samurai's butt. Yep. And so that's a, fun, that's a fun little level. Okay, seven was... North Pole? Ancient Egypt. Ancient Egypt? I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, I remember they oh, like, yeah, hide they, from the mummy yeah, and then they hide is right there. What's it How called? Eight? Uh, was eight North Pole? No, medieval. Remember Shaggy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shaggy saves somebody from a dragon and the princess is holding out Scooby Snacks but also looking for a kiss and Shaggy just leans in and takes the Scooby Snacks. And then do you remember where the final ninth level was? This one was the North Pole. That's correct. I knew the North Pole was important. I knew it came into play there. That is correct. And then there was a great punt in the Navy-BYU game that's on the screen right now if anybody was wondering. Very well played. Go Navy. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Important to me, too. That dates us, though. Now everyone knows what, what day this is. Scooby-Doo's Day. It's not, though. It's the day before Scooby-Doo's Day. It's Labor Day. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Hope you all enjoyed your day off. So anyway, on the 10th level, the gang discovers the cyber versions of themselves at the restaurant. Yes. Right? Great-looking restaurant. Again, all the food in this universe looks fantastic. Yes, that's very true. Uh, and I think especially, this isn't even a restaurant. Fred calls it a malt shop. Yeah. Which I remember my... Do you call things malt? Like malt? I don't even know what that is. I think it's like another word for a um, smoothie. Really? I think so. I think it might just be another word for a milkshake. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Sorry. Milkshake, it's definitely not, not just smoothies. Yeah. But they have french fries there too. And like burgers. No, 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 no. I know. But I was, I was more commenting on the word malt. Yeah, fair. Anyway, they meet the cyber versions of themselves. And to help us differentiate them, the gang is in like kind of alternate uniforms. Yeah. And they're classic uniforms. from Like the What's New Scooby-Doo series. The original series. Except Shaggy's shirt is red, which is not what the Well, that's from the What's New, because Shaggy still wears the green in the in this universe. Right. Yeah. Right. And But overall, everyone's the same. Like, Fred has that Scott back, Daphne has her old one, Velma has her old uh, thing, and Scooby has a different colored collar, which is basically just so you can tell them apart. Right. Exactly. So the cyber versions of themselves comment that... They say cyber so much in this movie. Yeah. Th- like, that was such cool. a Y2K thing. They comment that the reason that they're still in this level is because they like this particular level mm-hmm. because it's been like an entire cyber version of the real world. Mm-hmm. So this level also and there's no monsters because the monsters are all guarding the Scooby snacks and they're like, well, why would we go for the Scooby snacks if we're happy here? Right, they're just which guess, is a really good good thing for just being happy with your lot in life. It's kind of like when you play an open world video game and instead of going after the missions, you're just like, I'm just gonna like meme around for a little bit. Like like Abed in the uh, community episode where they have to play for Pierce's inheritance and he stays behind. To that's correct. a family with Hilda. That's correct. Jim Rash, yeah. please come on the podcast. Jim Rash, I cannot comment enough how much we want you on this podcast. So they, the real Mystery Inc. is like, well, we need to get out of this game, and the only way to do that is to beat the game, so we are going to have to violate your uh, peaceful, tranquil life sitting mm-hmm. here eating Scooby Snacks. And and the Cyber Gang is like, yeah, sure. Cyber Gang just goes <laughs> for it. Like, they don't even, they're like, no, like, please don't, or like, leave us out of this. They're like, no, whatever. So uh, the gang is like, all right, well, where are the Scooby Snacks? Do you remember where they are? They are on an arcade version of the game they're playing. It's like a weird Coney Island version of the yeah. game. Um, you ever been to Coney Island? I have not, no. I have once. I went for the hot dog eating contest in 2016. Nathan's not a sponsor, but would love to have I you. bought hot dogs today. They were on sale. Lovely. Um, the monsters the gang has faced before are yep. the ones who are guarding them. I yep. will now quiz you on which monsters those are specifically. Okay. Creeper? Yes, obviously. Um... Tar Monster. That's correct. Pterodactyl Ghost. No. That's from the live action one. Um, Blizzard. The Croc. No. Oh, Gator Ghoul. Yeah, Gator Ghoul. The yes. Gator Ghoul. Um, the Half Cat one. 
Yeah, you're not going to remember that name. I don't remember that name. Jaguaro. Jaguaro. And there's one more. Um, Three words in his name. The Daphnis had the Creeper. Fred, uh, the Scoobies had Jaguaro. Fred had the Lizard Alligator Guy. Who did Velma have? Who did the Shaggies have? Shaggy had the Guitar Monster. Who did Velma have? Velma had... I don't remember. Old Iron Face. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's an underrated villain. Yeah. Old Iron Face is a good one. I he also makes fun noises. Also, the first Corona-proof Scooby-Doo villain. That's true. He's, he's, got, the, he's got his he mask, mask on. on. Oh, yeah. I mean, all the villains should have masks on, if we're being honest. Not the Creeper. I mean, in the original thing, they all had masks on. Yeah, I guess that's true. Scooby-Doo, very anti-COVID podcast. Nice. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Um, everyone wear your masks. So uh, they're fighting them, like as you were saying. Do you want to talk about any of the fun ways that they dispel any of these monsters? Um, I like the House of Mirrors thing, where they the the Daphnis fool the um, the creeper into thinking like, "Oh, I'm getting my picture taken," and it's like an exploding thing. That's a really funny bit that we've seen a thousand times. Um, the Freds just like take the kill, Ghoul Gator, Gator Ghoul, Gator Ghoul, whatever his name is. They take him on like different like amusement park rides, like the roller coaster yeah. and the bumper cars. That's fun. fun. Um, the Shaggies, I don't remember what they, they eat, or like they, cotton candy kind of thing? Yeah, they mix them up in the cotton candy machine, which forever changed my opinion of how cotton candy works. Until I don't I, like cotton candy. Oh, I hate it, but mm-hmm. I thought I would it's really like it because of how they take down the Gator Ghoul with the cotton candy No, they machine. take down the Tar Monster. I'm sorry, Tar Monster, you're right. Um, Velma, they trap the old Iron Face in wax. Yeah, that's a good one. That's actually like very brutal. Yeah, it is. Is that all of it? What did the Scoobies do? With Jaguaro? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. Really interesting. But notable about this, all of those characters, obviously, as we remember them from the series, uh, were real people. But in this particular universe, they try to unmask them, and they're they're not wearing masks. Yeah, like they're actual. I like that. I, that was a fun little bit. This is like one of the few movies that actually uh, do that. Uh, most of the movies uh, moving forward will have an actual villain who is a real person. Yeah, that's fine. Like I get it. Like that's like the the, the thing about Scooby Doo. But I like how it's like this is all supernatural and fun and weird. Like I like how like these first four. Also, these first four were done by the same animation company, and it switches over to a new one That's after true. this next one. You love but talking about that animation dude, company. The animation looks gorgeous in this. I don't even care. Um, so they uh, defeat all. Also, of the this villains. has a banger during not this montage. Oh yeah, it, it, it does. Oh, it does. It, it really does. It's not even funny. Um, they defeat the Phantom Virus. Do you remember how they do that in the final showdown? Yeah, they have magnets. That's right. Um, and the so magnets take the, them down. The magnets take them down. And once they uh, defeat the virus, it like is actually defeated. Mm-hmm. Which is really crazy because in like every like cyberpunk movie ever, when there's like a living virus type thing, it's more powerful in the computer version than in the real world. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy that in the computer version they could eliminate it. You would think it would be like in the real world it would be more weak and that's when you could eliminate it. That's a good it. point. But I don't know. I don't know much about computer programming. Me neither. So they get back zapped into the real world because that was the... The whole thing is that they need to win the game in order to get out of the game. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but the laser... I, but I really do enjoy that like these things are cl- clearly like, let's just make this fun and we can kind of play fast and loose with the rules. Well, I mean, like, this is I, a movie I, for children. Yeah, still. I think that's fun. Come on, bro. I mean, I also think it's... It, it, you think a child can operate our Roku and cue this bad boy up? You think a child can go out and buy a VHS? Yeah. Absolutely not. I think it could. In 2020, they couldn't. There's no VHSs anymore. They could find one. I doubt it. The internet. Yeah. They could use the very thing that the virus was able That's to use. That's true. Also, do you remember in Avengers uh, Age of Ultron where Ultron just like sends himself through the internet to other places? Yeah. It's kind of... <laughs> Again, it's very fast and loose with it. This virus is like, ah, 
whatever. I'll just stay and terrorize some local college kids. <laughs> no, wait, the Phantom <laughs> Virus walks so Ultron could run. True, true. Uh... Kevin Feige, a uh, friend of the pod? Kevin Feige, absolutely friend of the pod. Okay. Kevin Feige, do Scooby-Doo next. Ooh. After Marvel's. He yeah. already had, uh, what's the director who did Guardians of the Galaxy? Jim, uh, not Jim <laughs> James Gunn. James Gunn, who was involved in the live action Yeah, I think, he wrote the, I think he wrote the Scooby-Doo he one. He did, yeah. I believe. Um, so they get back into the real Jim world. Jim Rash wrote the Scooby-Doo movies. That's a, I would love to watch a Jim Rash Scooby-Doo movie. I'd They'd love probably, to watch Jim Rash in general. It'd probably be fun. Um, do you remember what happens once they get Zap back? Yeah, they the get Zap back out, and then Fred's like, I actually figured out who made the virus. They kept on talking about baseball, and it's baseball guy's name, whose name I forget. Yeah. Was uh, it Bill? Yes, yeah. it's Bill. Eric. Yeah, it was Bill. And then the professor and Eric feel very betrayed, and it's like, my game was better. It's like, bro, your game was a baseball game. There's been baseball games before, dude. Yeah, you don't have a Mystery Inc. type game. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's funny, too, because uh, then Officer Wembley comes in and arrests him. Mm -hmm. He's like, on what authority? You know? Like, you can't really... I think he's a cop. I don't think he's just campus security. I think he's campus security. Maybe it's a gray... He says campus security. Maybe it's a gray area. I don't know. Sure. I can't really I can't really speak to the, the uh, legal authority of Scooby-Doo security guards. All that matters is, at the end of the day, they get to a new local restaurant and they turn on a computer and they see the cyber versions of themselves back in the cyber world and they wave at them. That's weird to me. Oh, I, didn't, so I didn't like that part. No, it's like a very weird way to end the movie because like that group, that cyber group is like trapped in that cyber world forever. Yeah, but I guess that's all they know. You know? Yeah, it's like a sentient thing. Yeah. Get, it gets a little gets a little meta. Yeah, I don't love it. Yeah. But then there's also post-credits in this. That's true. Which I absolutely hated. Yes, I hated the post-credits as well. Do you remember what happens in the post-credits? The post-credits, they like talk to like, they break the fourth wall and they're like, here was the favorite part I filmed. And then they say things that just didn't happen in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I liked when I was fighting the gladiator pits and I got to put on armor. It's like, bro, you never put on armor in this movie. It's like, also, what? did this get cut? They're weird because they're like stills. They're yeah. not like animated like videos. It's like a picture and it's it's like you're going through somebody's like Facebook wall. Yeah, it was, it was like odd. It. it was very weird. Um, yeah, so that's, that's Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. How many, how many Scooby snacks are we doing here? Oh, I mean, obviously, this has got to be four, just on pure nostalgia. I'm going four. Yeah, yeah, I'm going for four. Um, Still not taking the cake of, of Witch's Ghost for me. Yeah, Witch's Ghost definitely has some fall vibe vibes, so I, I feel that. I don't know, but in this world of, like, interconnectedness and Zoom calls and stuff, I feel like Cyber Chase has, like, a special place in my heart for being so up on the technology trend much earlier than I feel like other kids' things were that's involved fair. in it. Yeah, that's a good point. I've got some fun trivia for you. Yeah, me. Um, did you know that uh, initially the proposal for this movie was that they wanted to have live actors for the video game series? Well, that'd be weird. Yeah, right? I don't know if I like that. I think that it was well, this Well, this also would have been, they probably would have been in the early planning stages, or at least filming, the first Scooby-Doo live action. No. Yeah, because that came out in 02. And this I came out in 01. filming this. Well, they probably didn't, like, because, I mean, think about how much CGI is in that movie. And this is, like, 2000s, how long it takes to render all those... This is probably like in early development of that live action Scooby Doo movie. Potentially, but I don't know if they would have cast the same kind of actors. No, probably not. But it was intended that the computer scenes would be live action. I don't love that. I like I like what they did. Yeah, I also kind of like what they did. Yeah, I I think it. I, like I said earlier in this podcast, I think it's cool that you get to see them like fighting a gladiator. Like yeah, you, you would never see like what what possible monster could you could you have with that? Um, yeah, that's uh, one of my favorite. Uh, little trivia facts because they talked about that earlier on in uh the live action like outtakes they mm -hmm. talk about how that was initially planned um 
don't know. I got nothing else. Again, I, I, I said my biggest takeaway from this, which is the lab coat thing that really, really freaked me out. Like, why are you wearing a lab coat in the computer lab? That was like my one big thing. It was nothing like, I don't know. This was way more action packed. Like, I don't think there was that much world building except for like that first little bit, which I really liked. I think it was like, it's a computer game. We're at college. Here, you're in. Like, I liked, I liked it. Yeah. I think it was cool to also have like a college continuity. Although, yeah. Did Mr. Yang go to college? We don't know how old they are. Are they graduates of this institution? Was there, there was a Scooby-Doo dog joke. Yeah, there were multiple. I only got one. Dog? Or, yeah, I only got you, one. You, you idiot. You're a dog. Which got him. doesn't make any sense to me. Got him. All right. I think that's all I have. Should we keep it keep it nice and short here on our return while we, while we slowly limber back up and get back into form? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody has seen this one, so I feel like they didn't really care about the plot. I think people just wanted to hear our thoughts about it. Very true. Well, thank you so much for listening. We will be back in one week's time. What's next, Paz? Or what's next, Space Cook? Excuse me. Um, if you reveal my identity one more time. Come I on, bro. I think swear. it's um, Scooby-Doo and the Monster of Mexico? No, I don't believe so. I think um, it's... Scooby-Doo... Scooby-Doo and the Legend of the Vampire. That was it. There are, there's Scooby-Doo and the Legend of the Vampire. That's correct. And then you, Scooby-Doo and the Monster of Mexico. And then the Loch Ness Monster is my favorite one. Do you know what character makes or what characters make their triumphant return in the next movie? I'm going with Scrappy-Doo. No. Oh. The Hex Girls? The Hex Girls are Let's in go! Legend of the Vampire. Who? The Hex Girls. I love them. Very nice. Well, thank you again for listening. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to rate us favorably. Please say nice things only. We care very much what you think about us. Write into our email address at directavidpod at gmail.com. We'd love to do a mailbag one of these days when those things start filing in. Thank you again for taking a time to listen to us today. I said that very weird, and I really broke it up, but you were on our email address, which I forgot you had access to. Our email is so sad. Please send us emails. It is once again, and we will plug this a thousand times, D-O-O-R-E-C-T-T-O-V-I-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Directavidpod at gmail.com. One last time, thank you very much for listening. For my co-host, The Space Kook, for Research Department, I am Dr. Wolf. Take care, everyone. Bye.